Welcome back to another episode of Content Secrets. Today, we are going to be talking about how you can use the social media following you already have to either make sales or make an ask for a sale. Because a lot of people wonder, okay, I have a thousand, I have 10,000, I have 20,000 followers, and it feels like it's not doing anything for me. And it's hard to track if it's doing anything for me. And I totally agree. When I'm approaching businesses to create content for them, this is one of the biggest things that they ask me. It's how does this social media following that we're gonna gain or that you tell us we're gonna gain, how is it actually gonna translate into real dollars? And depending on the size of the business, sometimes it's not the right decision for them. Like if, if they're a really small business and they don't have like a newsletter or a digital product that they can sell, sometimes the social media following, trying to grow it, it doesn't make the most sense for them. They should be running paid ads, localized ads instead. But lots of them already have 5, 10, 20,000 followers. So we're going to talk about how you can use your already grown following base to your advantage. And these are some of the strategies that I've used for other people and that I'm implementing into my own business. The main idea is going to be getting your audience off of YouTube or Instagram or TikTok, wherever you've built it, get them off of there and onto something that you own. Because a big problem with creator businesses or social media followings is that you technically don't own your own audience. If Instagram shut down tomorrow, you don't have access to your followers. And if your business is social media or you're a significant part of your revenue is from Instagram or YouTube, and that business somehow shuts down tomorrow, you're screwed. You don't make money anymore, at least for some people. So you need to get your audience off of the platform. How do you do this? I would recommend something free because free is the lowest barrier of entry that you could offer someone. Even if you made a product that was worth $5, like a digital product that was worth $5 or $10, and you're like, who wouldn't buy this? It's the effort of putting in their freaking credit card that makes them stop. I, I know for me, like if there's something like a free asset uh, that I wanna download for editing, if it costs literally a dollar, I'm not paying for it. I know it's stupid, but <laughs> that, I know that's how consumers think. It's just the amount of effort required. Back on track here, make a free service or product, preferably digital, well, yeah, it, it should definitely be digital so that you can harvest their information. So contact information, email, phone number, name, however much you need, I would recommend first name and email. Um, again, we're trying to think of the lowest uh, ways, the lowest barrier to entry ways that we can get their information. So if you start asking for mandatory phone numbers, people are like, I don't want to receive phone calls from you. Email and name, that's all you need. Okay, so once you've found your free service or product that you want to offer, I'll give you a couple ideas. You can do a newsletter that's very popular, but it takes time every month or every week, however often you send it, it takes time to upkeep it. Depending on how much time you have as a business owner, or if you want to dedicate some employee hours to this, that might not be viable for you. Another option is going to be creating some sort of guide or manual, a PDF where people can download it once and they get value from it forever. My example I'm thinking of in my head would be a weight loss company or a gym. 
they can offer a meal plan or a grocery store guide or an eating out guide. There's so many different things that's valuable information where people have a PDF, they can print it out and they can look at it every day. Maybe it's a workout plan or a a workout routine. Those are all things that add value to people's lives and it only takes you one-time cost to make it. What I did was I have a newsletter and a course. So we have a course where people get it for free and we send this out to all of our cold emailing prospects. And once they sign up for the course, they already have goodwill with me. It's kind of like me proving that I know what I'm talking about or they can they can trust me because I've already given something to them before asking for anything. You could do the same thing by making a course for whatever your industry is. Maybe you're a hairdresser. Make a hair care at home course. And it has to be valuable. The main point I need to make here is that you can't just make some shit product and expect people to say, let me give you my information and then let me buy something from you. Not how it works. You need to spend maybe months making this free thing. After you've finally made something so valuable and you can give it away to your audience, that's when you're gonna get return from it. So the first way that this makes you money is your goodwill. You post on social media, you build a certain amount of goodwill. Then you give them something extra and you build even more goodwill. So that's like a what do they call it? a double double whammy let's call it that yeah that's a double whammy <laughs> you provide value over social media then they can go somewhere else and get even more free value and then they think wow i want to give something back in return and this is human nature this isn't some made up you know myth this is human nature we want to give back to people who have done something for us it feels awkward when someone gives you a gift on Christmas and you didn't get them anything in return. How weird would that feel? So that's the first way, the goodwill that you provide. The second way is that you can make sale pitches and offers to your smaller segmented audience on your newsletter or the email that you've built up. So you should have this program to keep track of all of your emails, whether that be something like MailChimp or Moose and there's a bunch of free ones out there. Convert Kit. You need to have something that keeps track of all of your contacts. And then you can make special offers. Let's say 20% off your service or a free trial. That is called your lead magnet. You're getting them to say yes to something, a small thing, that eventually leads them to your core offer. So for me, my core offer is social media work on a recurring basis. We create the videos, we manage the accounts, all that stuff. My free trial or my lead magnet is they get free 14 day trial of my service. So we come in and we create some content and we give it to them to post with instructions, all that stuff. And they get to see the level of our production and the level of our knowledge. The idea is that they will sign up for the free service because You can't just do it for 14 days. You need to do it consistently to get results. So you can either provide a complete solution to a small problem or a partial solution to a larger problem. And you might be thinking, this all sounds like a ton of work. Creating something that's valuable and it might take me weeks or months to create? Wow, that sounds hard. And you would be 100% right. Making money 
on social media or through your business even, you know that's not supposed to be easy. It never is for anyone. That's why 90% of people fail. The reason why you need to do this is because people don't want to see you sell over social media and it will ruin your goodwill with your audience. When you start selling out to ad promotions or promoting your online service, it's going to get old really fast and people aren't going to want to stay following to you or subscribe to you because all you do is post about, hey, I need quick money. That's basically what you're saying to them. Okay, It stunts your growth, I promise you. I've seen it happen before. By bringing them into the smaller setting, by getting them to opt in with your email, with their email, that is the best way to make asks to your audience while still continuing to grow on social media. So I hope that this concept has made sense. Um, you're, you're basically just getting them in a room. Imagine this, you're getting them into a room that's controlled by you. It's not controlled by Meta or Google. You control your newsletter, you control your course, you control having their emails. This is your personal audience. And from there, you can start to do free promotions, free offers, or ask directly for a sale. If you did like this episode, make sure you drop the show a review. Five stars would be amazing. It helps so much. And I will see you guys very soon.